So for those of you that haven't seen me live for the last nine months, I'm Dan. I'm the lead pastor here at Grace, and I'm delighted that you're on campus. And today, I am going to show you, I'm going to prove to you that God is a God of miracles. And the way I'm going to do that is simply this. I'm going to preach a 10-minute message. And uh, that will be a miracle of miracles that I can be off this stage in 10 minutes. And many of you are going, yes, all right, amen. So uh, that's, uh, that's what I'm going to do today. So I want to take you to some words that Jesus spoke and, uh, and uh, actually a story about Jesus. So Jesus goes to his hometown, Nazareth, and he goes into the synagogue. And as he's a rabbi, he's a noted rabbi, and as he... As, as he goes into the synagogue, they hand him the scroll of Isaiah. And he opens it to a particular passage, and this is what he reads. He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, and that the oppressed will be set free. Then... He says that this verse, this is what he says to everybody in his hometown who does not accept him as a prophet. This is what, this is what he says. This has been fulfilled in your eyes. You're seeing it right now. He is declaring that he is the Messiah to his hometown. And this is a beautiful thing that he did. It really is. In this, in this hometown, he reads this particular verse. And the key phrase here is... Uh, simply this, that he has anointed me to bring the gospel to the poor. Now I want you to think about that for just a minute. You have anointed me to bring the gospel to the poor. The, the results will always be the same. The commission is the same for you and I. You and I, as Jesus stood up and spoke that word that day, you and I have been commissioned in Matthew chapter 28 to go into all the world and make disciples, disciples of all the nations and to proclaim the good news, to proclaim the gospel. That's what the word gospel means. It is the good news. And there will always be the same results whether we do that in 2020 or when Jesus did it in his lifetime. There will always be three results that you can measure, that you can look at, and that you can see. First of all, the text of, that Jesus wrote, read said, captives will be released, the blind will see, and the oppressed will be set free. Those three things. So let's just, let's just read them again. Let me just say them again. Captives will be released, the blind will see, and the oppressed will be set free. So the question that I want to ask you today is, uh, why, does, why does this city need Grace Church? So if this church were to, were to die tomorrow, what difference would it make in this city, the city of Reno, in this county, Washoe County, what difference would it make? Why does, why does this city need Grace Church and the message that Grace Church proclaims? And the answer is simply this, because captives need to be released and that the blind need to see and the oppressed need to be set free. And every time we proclaim the good news of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus, that is always the result. I've been in ministry for years and years and years. I'm an old guy now, and I'm just telling you, when I watch the gospel in action, I always see those three results that take place, that people are liberated from the power of sin, they are, they are released from the power of death. They see things they've never seen. Their eyes become clear in, in terms of the truth. And the oppressed are set free. This is a broken city, just like Nazareth. 
And this city needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the next question that I want to ask is, so why does this church need you? So you showed up here today, and uh, many, many familiar faces, some of you new, some of you not so new. And so the question that I want you to think about today, so why does this church need you? So I want to, I'm going to hope to answer that question for you. And I, I hope you do, I hope you open your heart up today and not just block this out because there's a really powerful principle here. The simple answer is, is it because, because it takes an army to proclaim the gospel to every creature in this city. It takes an army. And there's something else involved. And this is, this is something that is powerful. I've watched it happen of over a long period of time, and it's simply this, is it's called the principle of synergy. You understand what the principle of synergy is? So let me see if I can define it for you. The principle of synergy is that simply this, is that the outcome, the outcome is always better than the individual acts. So every coach that is listening to me knows that's true of their team that they have five superstars, 11 superstars, they have whatever they have, uh, superstars on their team. But the truth is, is that the results that you'll get will always, if, if synergy is at play, the results will always be better than the sum total of all the individual effort. The fact is, is that you could be all fired up, you could walk out of this service today uh, you can walk out of your home if you're online. You can walk home today or you can drive home and you can charge hell with a squirt gun because you're all fired up. But I'm just going to tell you, you'll just get the same result. You'll get the result of just charging hell with a squirt gun. However, if you and I together commit to doing the work of the Lord together, that I see myself as a part of something bigger than just me, in short, we are better together by far than we could ever be individually. We are better by far than we could ever be individually. And if you and I would just understand that and understand that if I just show up and if I just roll my sleeves up and I participate in the body of Christ, it's gonna, God is going to do some amazing things. We are not asking you, now this is, this is crucial for you to understand, we are not asking you to do your thing at Grace Church. That's not what we're here to do. We're not asking you to find some ministry that you can do. We're not asking that at all. In fact, we're asking just the opposite. We're asking for you to join us in what God is already doing in this city. Does that make sense to you? We're asking you to show up and join God. I, walk, I operate under a philosophy of ministry that simply says this. I'm going to find what God is doing, and I'm going to join him in what he's doing as opposed to what I'm doing. That's what we're asking of you. And so what do you do? How do you respond to that? The answer is you just show up because it matters. You give because it matters. You serve when we ask you to serve. You show up to parks when we ask you to show up to parks. And I'm telling you, if you do that and you'll abandon your agenda and make yourself self available to God, that God is going to do, you're going to look back over your lifetime and you're going to recognize how God has used you in a legacy of ministry. And I want to close with this idea. So two weeks ago, my brother passed away. He went to be with Jesus. And uh, he, was, he had a lifetime of serving Jesus. He was a pastor, died of pancreatic cancer. And uh, I wasn't able to, 
I wasn't able to be, I went, flew back, you know, about a month ago and we spent a week together and, and, but I wasn't able to attend his funeral. I wrote a letter and they read it at the funeral. And uh, I'm not telling you that to feel sorry for me. Don't come up afterwards and say, I'm so sorry. The truth is I rejoice because his life, listen to me carefully, his life was a life of serving Jesus. And where do you suppose he is today? Where do you suppose he is today? He is, and, and if, I, if he had the opportunity to come back to this life, he wouldn't because now he's in his reward. And what I'm saying to you, when that day comes from you, for you, when that day comes from you, all of the money you have in your bank account is not gonna matter. All the things you did for yourself, all your self energy is not gonna matter. The only thing that will stand the test of time is what you did for the sake of the glory of God inside the body of Christ, serving him, doing things that you couldn't do by yourself, doing things together. That's what's going to matter. That's the principle of synergy. And I hope you get that. I hope you understand that. And I hope today, my prayer for you today, is that you'll abandon yourself to your agenda and start living for his. And stop living for something too small. Your agenda is too small to live for. And it will always end up the same way, empty and unfulfilling. But when you live your life for his agenda, it will always end up to the glory of God and you'll put your head down in your, on your pillow at night and you'll go, that was a good day. And I'm telling you, listen carefully. And with this, I will end because I, I think I exceeded my 10 minutes. So, But I want you to know that God is still a God of miracles. Because <laughs> it's only like 11 minutes and that's still a miracle. But I want to I just end with this thought for you that if you'll live for the glory of God, if you'll live for the glory of God and serve him, I give you a money-back guarantee that every night you'll put your head down on your pillow. And this is what I wanted to tell you is that 2020 has been a horrible year, hasn't it? But you know what? Every day of this year, I put my head down on my pillow and said, God, thank you. For, I, for the fact that I had a day to serve in your kingdom. And I'm telling you, I fall right to sleep because it is an amazing truth. So let's pray together. I hope you're inspired to stop serving yourself and serving God. So Father, thank you for this day. And I pray, God, that your spirit will take my words and use them for your glory and for your honor. And I pray these things in Jesus' holy and powerful and awesome name. Amen.